You are Locked On Saints, your daily New Orleans Saints podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is good, Houdet Nation and Houdet family? Welcome into another episode of Locked On Saints, the daily podcast covering your New Orleans Saints, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. On today's episode, we're going to talk about why this contract negotiation, this extension for Ryan Ramchek might be one of the easiest decisions that the Saints had to make over the course of the offseason, which was filled with tough choices. Then we're going to be joined by Doug Mouton of WWL TV, who's going to talk with us a bit about Ryan Ramchek's extension. We're going to talk about Ryan Ramchek, the person. He ran a great feature on him over at WWL TV last night. And we'll talk a little bit about what this means for the New Orleans Saints moving forward, as well as Marcus Williams' odds at getting his new contract before July 15th. As always, I'm your host, Ross Jackson, at Ross Jackson Nola on Twitter, co-managing editor over at CanalStreetChronicles.com, and your Tuesday co-host over at the National Locked On NFL Podcast. We got all that and a little bit of land yet for you on today's episode of Locked On Saints, your team every day. Family kicking off today's episode of Locked on Saints. Usually on Thursdays, we do a top three Thursday, but honestly, everything top three about this Thursday is Ryan Ramchek related. There's your top three R's of the day. Ryan Ramchek related. That's the way that I look at this because this contract for Ryan Ramchek is very important for the New Orleans Saints. We'll continue to talk about it all throughout the week. Here in just a moment, we're going to be joined by Doug Mouton of WWL-TV. He's going to talk to us a little bit about his conversation with Ryan Ramchek when they did the conference call with New Orleans Saints media, as well as some of the other uh, sort of bits and bobs around how this contract came to be and how this all came to be for Ryan Ramchek, who, remember, was a first-round draft pick by the New Orleans Saints, but was drafted at the very last selection in that 2017 draft class, which is really gotten paid. I mean, we already see Marcus Williams on a franchise tag. We see uh, Marshawn Lattimore on his fifth year option, which carries a heavy tag. We see Alvin Kamara's contract. Trey Hendrickson got his contract. And then now Ryan Ramchick getting his extension. And of course, we expect extensions for guys like Marcus Williams and Marshawn Lattimore down the road as well, or at least next contracts for those guys down the road with the Saints or elsewhere, you know, elsewhere, but hopefully with the New Orleans Saints. But when you look at Ryan Ramchek at pick 32, remember that legend has it that the New Orleans Saints were on the phone with a linebacker out of Alabama, Reuben Foster, who you might remember, and he hung up on the Saints because the San Francisco 49ers ended up drafting him. So the San Francisco 49ers did the Saints a little bit of a favor there, taking Reuben Foster away because then the Saints ended up drafting 2019 All-Pro and now, you know, the highest paid right tackle in NFL history in Ryan Ramchick. And remember, the San Francisco 49ers didn't stop doing the Saints favors because they also traded pick 69, if I remember correctly, later on in that draft to the New Orleans Saints where the Saints selected Alvin Kamara. So the 49ers just doing a ton of work for the Saints in that 2017 draft. But now to get to this point four years later, five years later, for Ryan Ramchick to get this new deal five new years. He's now extended through 2026 with a total of $96 million on that extension, makes him the highest paid right tackle in NFL history, makes him the fourth or fifth fifth highest paid tackle in the NFL right now at $19.2 million per year on average. So he's not getting left tackle money, which is what I thought was going to happen. I thought he was going to get like left tackle money, like in the 20s. What he basically did was that he got new right tackle money. I mean, he passed up Lane Johnson, who was at $18 million, and then now he becomes the highest paid 
uh, uh, right tackle there. And this was an easy decision for the Saints to make in an offseason that was riddled with tough choices. Janoris Jenkins, Emmanuel Sanders, you know, these players that the Saints had to let walk because of salary cap, you know, the, the situation with the salary cap and the salary cap dropping and then being $100 million over. Now they've retained and really figured out this final piece to, or not final piece, because there's still more to be done. But this most recent piece had to be the easiest decision that the New Orleans Saints have had to make around all of this. I mean, you've got a guy here who started all but one game that he was eligible. The one game that he didn't start was at the end of the 2018 season. 2017, his rookie year, he started every single game, all 16 of those matchups, because Zach Streep had the unfortunate injury before the season. And so all of a sudden at a position where Ryan Ramchick wasn't quote unquote needed or necessary, because you also had Teron Armstead over on the left tackle side, then he became essential and he became life-saving for the franchise and for the team that year. So uh, a huge kudos to the New Orleans Saints for getting this done. You'll hear from Doug Mouton. These conversations went on for a long time. We'll hear that from Doug as well as more on Ryan Ramchek, his story and how this affects the Saints as we continue on with today's episode of Locked on Saints. The Phoenix Suns did it. They're heading to the NBA Finals. Chris Paul, Monty Williams, formerly of the New Orleans basketball franchise, right? Pelicans or Hornets, they're headed to the finals and we'll see what happens with the Hawks and the Bucks with Giannis's injury. If you want to get in on any of that action as well as the NHL Stanley Cup finals which are underway, baseball's making their way to their playoffs, any of that that you want to get in on, go and check out betonline.ag and get in on that action and don't forget to use the promo code locked on L O C K E D O N so you can get a 50% welcome bonus. Yes, I said that right. 5 0 welcome bonus on your first deposit. So you put down $500, you're going to get an extra $250 right on top of that. You walk in with $750 to open up with your first deposit. That's absolutely fantastic. So head over to betonline.ag today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. everybody continuing on with another episode of locked on saints and we are joined by a dear dear friend and a very good uh look partner in terms of what we're doing here over at the locked on podcast network part of the techna family with wwl it is my absolute pleasure to be joined today by doug mouton sports director over at wwl tv you can follow him on twitter at d mouton wwl doug thanks for coming through man how are you yeah i'm good how are you um, just fine, just fine. I really appreciate you taking the time to talk about some big news for the New Orleans Saints today. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, look, everything has been going on over with uh, you know the New Orleans Saints, and I'm sure you've been really busy today over at WWL talking about this big story. You've got some great stuff coming out later on that I'm sure everybody's going to be looking forward to seeing. But if you don't mind, just kind of giving us a little bit of the general thoughts, your general thoughts to start off here with the extension for Ryan Ramchick. How important is this for the New Orleans Saints? Look, I. Two years ago, you had to keep Mike Thomas to keep the offense going in the direction it was going, and they mm-hmm. did. And it was a lot of money for a lot of years. And look, Thomas wasn't healthy last year, but it was still the right thing to do then, and I think it will be the right thing to do going forward. Last year, you were in the same exact position with Alvin Kamara, mm-hmm. um, a guy who had, just like Thomas, put the skins on the wall, had proven he was worth being paid as an elite running back. The Saints paid him. He performed at a ridiculous level again last year. And yeah. there's no reason to believe this won't be a good contract for Kamara. And then this year, Ryan Ramchek was literally, for me, just as obvious as Thomas and Kamara. Now, yeah. 
you don't get the highlight reels. You don't get the numbers. He's an offensive lineman. But in all honesty, you can make the argument he is as good at his position as either Kamara or Thomas. Um, an elite right tackle who could eventually be the Saints' left tackle. But at this point in the NFL, I'm not sure there's a great difference between what you see from the right side and the left side. He is an elite right tackle, uh, a building block, 27 years old, and for offensive linemen, unlike running backs, and there was a little bit of an argument with Camaro, but Camaro is so special, there shouldn't be an argument. But look, running backs, the careers are shorter, they peak earlier. Um, there's not a lot of running backs who are still producing in a major way over 30. Offensive linemen, is, that is certainly not the case. Ryan Ramchick should literally just be beginning his peak years. Offensive linemen are more like baseball players. 27 is maybe the year you put an asterisk by as maybe could be your best year. And then 28, 29, 30, there is no reason to think there should be any drop-off in production from Ryan Ramchick. Uh, terrific player, uh, good in pass protection, uh, good run in the ball, incredibly durable, started every game. Mm-hmm. Um, over the last four years, led the Saints in in snaps uh, of any player, offense, defense, anything. Yep. Just a, a, a linchpin that you had to keep. And to keep them, you got to pay them $100 million or roughly <laughs> there. And that's what they did. I think, I think it was a quality move. Um, congratulations to Ramchek. He's been a good citizen. He's been a good, you know, a good locker room guy is what I mean by that. The, the Saints have a lot of good locker room guys. And I think that's a big reason they've won so many games. And I, I think it's a quality move that you had to do, and I'm glad it's done. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, 27 years old, highest paid right tackle in the NFL and in NFL history at this point. This is a historic contract. Not bad for a guy who was drafted, you know, with the final pick in the 2017 first round that almost turned to, you know, welding school for the rest of his career. I mean, this has to mean a ton to him, too. Yeah, well, no question about it. His, and well, that's actually two of the storylines that, mm. that, that we talk a lot about tonight at 10. One is his story is um, really genuinely unique in that he uh, gave up on football, essentially, and then wound up coming back and going to a Division three school. And then because a coach he had a previous relationship with winds up going to Wisconsin, he finds a ticket to get to Wisconsin, and he turns out to be the best offensive lineman wow. in the Big Ten. Um, and if you watch him now, he's a hundred percent legit. I mean, he is oh, yeah. he is athletic, and he doesn't just do it on smarts. And he and look, Zach Street did it at right tackle, and he did it well for the Saints for a long time. But but he sort of played over his head at all times. Ryan Ramchek's not doing that. Ryan Ramchek is an incredibly athletic, smart. I mean, he's just a terrific offensive tackle. He and Teron Armstead, for me, there's. I would not trade him for any pair in the NFL. I think they're both terrific players. The one thing you could say that makes Ramchek maybe a little more valuable than Armstead is that he's been more durable. But yeah. they are both spectacular players. And and then so that part of the storyline, his story and go, you know, maybe thinking about being a welder. That is so right. unique and so different. And then you brought it up, 32nd pick of round one. And I think it's important to remember, and it's a point that I really wanted to bring up in the 10 o'clock news tonight, is that he was the guy at that time. The Saints had Zach Street, who was coming off one of his best years, right? Twenty sixteen, and they had Teron Armstead, who was a young, athletic, unbelievable talent at left tackle. So they take they have two first round picks. They take Lattimore with the first, fill the need. So they have the thirty second pick in round one. They had no real need for an offensive tackle, and they took Ramchek. At the time, it was the most 
unsexy pick, <laughs> and it drew a ton of criticism yeah. locally and nationally. You don't need this guy. Where is he going to play? You wasted a pick. And it turns out where in the long run, 32nd pick in round one is an incredible bargain for as good as he's been. This game goes down as one of the great first-round picks the Saints ever made. And so if, if you ever get into a draft conversation, it is the reason you can't just draft for need in the first round. You have to be open-minded enough to look around and say, you know what, we don't necessarily need to tackle, but this guy's got a huge upside. Let's go get him. Turns out Zach Streep got hurt the next year, which they couldn't have predicted. Right. He start in every game as a rookie. As the only game he didn't start was the one game at the end of the year a couple of years ago when they didn't need to win, and they benched all the starters. Yep. Um, it turns out you did actually need him that year, and he's been a great pick. But I, I, I do think the draft implications are something to remember because anybody talking exclusively about you got to get a cornerback, got to get this, well, mm-hmm. yeah, sure, that might be your biggest need, but you've got to be open-minded enough to help yourself for the next nine years, which the Saints did yeah. when they took Ryan Ramchak. Yeah, absolutely. You got to be prepared to make the best selection possible that's going to be there for your team. Uh, How important is it here? You have a big changing of the guard at quarterback. Now you maintain continuity on the offensive line, at least for the foreseeable future for the 2021 season. We know that there will be some question marks in terms of technically Teron Armstead's contract is up after the season. But right now, looking at the 2021 year, you changed over at quarterback. How important is it to have this continuity and communication amongst the offensive line? Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt about it. Look, I think Eric McCoy has a chance to be really, mm. really, really good as well. Thousand snaps last season. Yeah, and I think he, I think he can be a guy. He's not there now, but he can be a guy at Armstead and Ramchek's level. Look, over the last couple of years, what I've done a lot of because uh, Armstead and Ramchek are, are two of my favorite guys on the team. I just mm-hmm. love watching them play. And I remember two years ago when they played Chicago, and at the end of the game, I said, "What happened to Cleo Mack?" I don't remember him even seeing. So after yeah. we finished fourth down and four, it was like midnight that night. I turned around and played back every offensive snap just to watch what happened to Khalil Mack. And watching and, – and actually in that game, he was going back and forth from side mm-hmm. to side. So I would say it was probably in that game, it was Armstead maybe 60% of the time and Ramchek 40%. And they sure. both just stonewalled him. And yeah. the job that each of them did um, against him – was phenomenal to watch. Watch them against Shaq Barrett when they played Tampa last year in the regular season. Mm-hmm. And and the effort was terrific. I think you, I think everything they do offensively starts with those two tackles. And look, this was an offense that last year couldn't throw the ball. They couldn't mm-hmm. throw the ball downfield at all. So they sort of completely reworked how they run offense and they ran it. And 10 times last year, they ran for 120 yards in a game, which was something they didn't try to do before, but last year because they couldn't throw it downfield, they had to. They ran it for 120 yards 10 times. They ran it for 4.5 yards to carry nine times last year. To me, if you do either one of those, it's hard to lose in the NFL. The Saints offense, and based on what their offensive line could do from, a, from largely pass protecting, and all of a sudden became a running team for, right. for most of the season because they couldn't throw it downfield, and the line adjusted. Ramchek and Armstead led the way in that. And I thought Eric McCoy in the run game, his athleticism is ridiculous to watch. Um, and, and and I think the offensive line continuity, being able to change on the fly last year and rearrange everything he did 
yeah, it, it, it is where this offense starts. And then you put guys like Kamara and yeah. Mike Thomas. And I, I don't see any reason the offense shouldn't be better this year, regardless of who plays quarterback. Because I do think overall, you're going to be able to do more things. I think last year, they were hamstrung by what they couldn't do. It was a mm-hmm. ton they just couldn't even try on offense, which is why they just ran it so much. Right. Luckily, they had guys like Ramchek and Armstead that could get it done. And it'll it'll be interesting this year to see him actually being able to throw the ball downfield with whichever guy it is. And yeah, yeah absolutely. Keeping Ramchek, if you want to have long term success, he was a guy you had to have. All right, family, more with Doug Mouton on the way. Going to talk a little bit more about what this means in terms of the flexibility that it opens up for the Saints on the short term and what it means looking ahead to this offseason with the Saints merely 15 days away from their deadline to get an extension done with Marcus Williams. How likely does Doug believe that that contract is going to get done before that deadline? We'll talk about that and much more as we continue on with another episode of Locked on Saints. All right, y'all, if you're anything like me, I know that your days are getting longer and longer and longer. You're just looking for ways to sustain throughout keep that energy up keep the progression up keep the productivity up well built bars are a great way to help you get through your day whether it's that 2 p.m slump getting up in the morning post-workout wherever it is that you need them built bars are always going to come through covered in 100 chocolate fantastic flavors that sound like they should be packed with sugar right coconut almond salted caramel peanut butter brownie mint brownie Sounds like they should be absolutely overloaded with sugar, but they're not. They're just packed with protein instead. 17, 18 grams of protein per bar, soft and easy to chew. And you're only looking at four or five grams of sugar, low in carbs, but high in fiber as well, which we never get enough of in our daily diet. So if you're looking for a way to take care of yourself and enjoy yourself while you're doing it, go and check out the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar over at BuiltBar.com. And don't forget to use the promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, so you can get 15% off of your next order. Whether it's your first or you're a returning customer, you get 15% off with LOCKED15 at BuiltBar.com. Get everybody joined by Doug Mouton at D Mouton WWL of WWL Television. Make sure you check out Fourth Down on Four. We're really excited for it all to take you to roll around. And of course, you've got a busy day here, but you were kind enough to join us. Doug, we appreciate you being here. Two more quick questions before we get you out of here. Just want to take a look at just, uh, you know, we talked about the full offensive line here, getting Ryan Ramchek in the building through 2026. That's great. And it gives him a little bit of versatility along the offensive line, depending on some tough decisions they may have around the corner. Wouldn't you say this is a good start and a good place for them to be here? Yeah, and, and actually, look, first of all, you said a couple of quick questions. That's one thing I'm not good with. <laughs> uh, look, I, and I do think this, this this signing actually helps you immediately, too. Yeah. We haven't seen the contract details yet, but my guess is he was $11.6 million on the cap next mm-hmm. year as it is. My guess is that number is coming down by at least a few million. So. Right. We've been talking about them going to try to find cornerback help, and there's a lot of veteran guys out there. There is no reason the minute you sign this contract that if there's anybody you want to go get, you've now got some money to play with. And I do think that is really important right now. There's a team with depth issues, and it wouldn't hurt. And look, there are guys who are going to be hurt during the course of the season, and you might need money later. You don't want to spend all your money, but this gives you enough where you can spend some 
If you feel yeah. like you need to go get a cornerback, there's literally no reason to not do that now. And I think getting Ramchick done does that. And look, the, the, the talk all offseason has been that they're working on one with Ramchick and working on one with Marcus Williams. Mm-hmm. Ramchick took apparently six months to get done. We'll oh. see if one gets done with Marcus Williams. And that would actually free up even more money. And all of a sudden, the, the dire salary cap becomes a little less dire. Um, yeah. I, I, I've been expect. look, Sean Payton said, we need cornerback help before the draft. They haven't really gotten it. I don't think a third-round pick answers that question. Mm-hmm. So I, I do still expect them to sign a, a veteran cornerback, and, and maybe even more than one, but certainly one. Um, and I think this opens the door for that. And I think that's a in the immediate, that's, a, that's an important factor in today's science. Yeah, absolutely. And you look at the remaining extensions that they could possibly get done. They got the the restructure done with Marshawn Lattimore, which opens the door for that to potentially come down the road. That opened up now about $5.6 million. And as you mentioned, this restructure with Ryan Ramchick, you could probably say at worst saves you two, $3 million, maybe even more than that. Right. And right. so you look at what they've done and opened it up some flexibility there. But you mentioned the Marcus Williams contract. They have until July 15th to get that done, what do you think would be the odds of getting that done so that they could go and pursue one of those veteran corners on the market? Well, look, here's my thinking. The Saints want to get it done. We know that. And look, Mark Williams wants to get it done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who doesn't want to get you know, a giant payday? So based on the fact that both sides are motivated, I think, look, I, timetables motivate people. Everybody, yeah. gets, everybody gets stuff done when there's a deadline. Not many people, you know, some people are good with that deadlines. Most people need it. <laughs> now they've got a deadline. 15 days is not a lot of time for something like this. Right. I would So just based on the fact that both sides want to do it, I would give it a 70% chance and then mm-hmm. of getting done. And that's probably even conservative. I mean, both yeah. sides want to get it done. feels like you can get it done. Yeah. Um, but because, again, you can kick some money down the road. Nobody's better at that than the Saints. Mm-hmm. You can get a bunch of money up front. Um, I feel like they both want to do it so yeah, 70% and it may be more than that, but I, I think we're going to see that done. Yeah, I, I agree. I think they get it done before that deadline there, July 15th. Uh, Kai Harley, Mickey Loomis, all these guys, they're getting the job done. You got the job done here with us today. I really appreciate you coming through. Once again, Doug Mouton at DMouton, WWL. You know him, you love him. Appreciate you being here, buddy. Thanks for your time. Anytime, Ross. All right, family, one more big thank you to Doug coming through, and we'll see him a bunch here as the partnership with Locked On Saints and WWL continues to grow and continues to yield a lot of exciting stuff, especially as the football season comes around. So we'll be seeing Doug around. You'll be seeing me over on WWL. There's a lot of good stuff on the way. So we'll continue on down that road. We'll continue on down this Ryan Ramchick road as well breaking down his performance from 2020 individually, looking ahead to what he could do in 2021 and how important he's been to the New Orleans Saints. We've got more to discuss after he gets this enormous historic contract as we continue on through the week here over at Locked on Saints. As always, I appreciate y'all very much for coming through. Everything that you do to help support the channel, the show, everything, I really appreciate it. And of course, you can always hit me up on Twitter at Ross Jackson, N-O-L-A. Hit me up. Let me know how the family's doing. Let me know how you're living. Let me know how your mom and them can trust you that nation. I'll holla at you.